Iron Gamble, the only podcast that puts its money where its mouth is. I'm your host, Rich Ryan, and I'm joined by my fellow members of the collective, the disciple, Burt Minotti, double there, Brett Colson, Donnie D.P. Peters, and the resident moose himself, Mo Nuwara. We are currently 19 and 16 in the Las Vegas Super Contest after a 2 and 3 Week seven needed Donnie's card. Donnie went four and one in his top five and is now twenty one and fourteen. Ooh, on well the season that's sixty percent. So Donnie, uh, well ahead of the pack. Mo, uh, the closest competitor, nineteen fifteen and one, and both Brett and I are seventeen and seventeen and one. So Donnie, I'll give you the floor if you want to uh, to gloat a little bit here. I got nothing to say, guys. Bandwagon is wide open. If you just want to come aboard, let me lead you. I will say that in all picks, your boy he remembers last year. He remembers last year. <laughs> what happened last year? Did wasn't I leading for most of it as well? Yeah, and then you fell off. Keyword most there. Uh, Listen, I led us to the promised land for a bit, and we were there. And you guys didn't pick up the slack when I faltered for a little bit. Okay, that's why we're a collective. I lean on you guys. You lean on me. I will say that uh, in uh, total picks, so every game, uh, your boy is the leader at 55, 51, and 1. Um, everybody above 50%, but Donnie. So Donnie just knows where to uh, where to select his top five uh, because he has not had a winning week picking the entire slate since week one. How crazy what? is that? Really? Yeah. I mean, you could call him a winner, I guess, in week six. He was 7-7-1, seven, seven and one, so a winner by half a game. But uh, here are his uh, totals, 5-11, and 7-9, 7-8, 7-7, 7-7-1, and 7-8. and Week one, he went 12-4. and four. So Donnie just really knows how to, uh, how to put the winners at the top. So hopefully he can continue doing that. A couple other important stats. Uh, this is very interesting to me. Home dogs continue to do well. Went two and two last week, but twenty-one and ten on the season. And and he, this is the crazy one. Touchdown favorites. Teams that are favored by seven points or or more are sick. Are fifteen and eight against the spread. Four and zero last week. So sixty-five percent. If you're laying seven or more points this season, that's uh, I mean that's that seems crazy to me. Mo, do you do you does anybody remember any time like this where just is this just the dearth and talent between good teams and bad teams in the league? It's just haves and have nots. Is that what's happening here? Yeah, I mean the last few years, uh, there used to be a game that people would 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 play where they would book people, they would book other people to pick six teams that don't make the playoffs. You know. And uh, it was considered to be uh, really difficult to do and extremely plus EV to book the people picking the six teams. But the past few years, uh, people have just been uh, winning that. So I think uh, people like our friend Harley, yeah, stock makers, <laughs> who used to book that, changed it to seven teams now. Because, wow. Yeah. People were just donks were hitting. So uh, it's just like, I don't know. The league is becoming more predictable, I guess. And before we get to the week eight slate, I want to say that we are sponsored by our good friends at Fantasy Super Contest. Uh, we will talk about them more in a bit. But uh, looking at the site, Ripsaw remains the leader in the contest. A little bit of a, I guess, three and two is not a massive slip, but three and two last week opposed to the insane pace uh, they were previously on. Now, 27 Seven and one on the season, which is completely wild. And before we get into the picks, we have a winner to announce. If you guys didn't see on Twitter all throughout the week, we had a tweet sitting up there, and all you had to do was retweet it for a chance to win a copy of Good Teams Win, Great Teams Cover from our friend Pat Haggerty. And it's time to give it away. So here we go. And the winner is... The homie at Drumordare on Twitter. I guess we can say his name. Brett Mueller. 
the winner. Congratulations, sir. We will send you a DM from Gridiron Gamble and get your details and send you your copy of the book. But do not fret, fans. There will be other opportunities to win the book. And, of course, there is the contest, which remains running. Get your tickets. Send us your one pick against the Super Contest spread, and you'll get into the contest for uh, some really cool prizes, which you can check out on gridirongamble.com. Send your picks to at gridirongamble on Twitter or gridirongamblepodcast at gmail.com. But it is time for the Week 8 lines, and I will turn for for entertainment purposes. I'm going to start with Mo this week. Mo, you kick things off. You give your number one pick. We'll talk about it, and the rest of the hosts will give theirs as well. So uh, give us the home dog that you've got at the top of your rankings. Uh, well... Our loyal listeners know what happened last week. Uh, too sharp for own good, but yeah, give that stat. Give the stat that uh, that we used in, uh, in the recap on gridirongamble.com about uh, public sides. Uh, I'd have to look again. Uh, well, it was from Sports Insights on Twitter. I think it was like betting against the public was. What was it? Betting against the public was not a profitable strategy in Week Seven. Teams receiving less than fifty percent of spread bets went five and nine against five the spread. and nine. Five and nine for all you public, for all you sharp guys out there, and nine and five for the public donks. Congratulations, guys! Hope yes, you- congratulations. That must be why I went like five and ten last week. Precisely. But, but given that, I know Illum is coming back for their money. I know they're coming back. So we're falling on the sharp sword this week. Uh, Bears plus six. Couldn't be more illumi. That one, that particular one, is down to plus four on Pinnacle. So it is two points off the market, um, which you would think would make people uh, pick the Bears. But you know there's no way in hell people are clicking on the Bears. So uh, I'm not worried about this one. I think there's still probably going to be more people on the Vikings uh, than the Bears, even though it's two points off market. And uh, it's Monday Night Illum. It's uh, it's a home dog. It's Alshon Jeffrey and Jay Cutler playing for their next contract. And uh, I don't know, this this Vikings offense looks like it's slipping the last few weeks. So uh, hopefully the Bears can keep this one close. Bears, a consensus pick, and in everybody's top five, save for Brett, uh, it right outside his top five. I want, I wanted to, but this Bears Disciple? team is so bad. How do you not put him <laughs> in your top five when there's only 12 teams? He just goes, 12 games. Mo, Mo, as depressed as ever, just cries out, Disciple? had them at number two and i just kept moving him down i could not i couldn't do it you're scared of zimmer you see yes. uh i'm a zimmer truther you see that old man uh you know tearing up teddy bears in the sideline <laughs> getting his troops ready and uh it, it it makes you a little scared i mean he the, the vikes are fourth and dvoa narratives would say they're angry after playing basically a, a pathetic game uh in philadelphia but I mean, would this game be minus twelve in in Minnesota? I don't think so. No, no way. The only worry here is usually the worry when you put real American dollars on Jay Cutler, and that is the absolute backbreaker that he can throw at any time. So this is going to be a sweat no matter what happens. On uh, oh yeah, this is uh this ain't going to come easy. I'll no, tell you that much. No. We're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to uh, close our eyes until double uh, triple zero, and hope uh, hope to uh, cover those six points in Chicago. Uh, Brett, we will turn to you next. You have another home dog, two NFC teams again. Give it to us. Yeah, back on the home dog is my top pick. Last week didn't work at picking a home favorites. I've got the Saints plus two and a half against Seattle. Uh, New Orleans has not been great at home this season. Awful defensively. They're giving up 39 points per game in three home games. 
one and two against the spread, but the offense has been tremendous. We know Drew Brees is an absolute monster in the dome. And New Orleans is fourth in offensive DVOA this season. I, I love the Saints here getting the points. They're five and one in their last six as home dogs. I think they get an outright win here against a Seahawks team that's I know you talk about them being the best defense in the NFL, but they've shown that they can be exploited in the passing game. And uh, I think that's how the Saints beat them this week. Mo has this in the middle of the pack. Donnie has it in his lower tier. And I've got the Hawks as my very last pick, minus the two and a half. Definitely a donk pick. Definitely a public side. But, man, that Saints defense is horrific. And... I believe in the Hawks' defense. Uh, Atlanta played great against them in uh, in CenturyLink. Um, but for the most part, you look at the score totals this season from opposing teams. I mean, we're talking 10, 9, 18, 17, and 6. So I know it's Breeze. They're not, they're not scoring, though. Russell Wilson does not look like Russell Wilson. They're getting there. They looked good against Atlanta last week. I mean, Arizona played pretty well on defense, so I think uh, good defense wins out. And before the bye against uh, the horrific Jets, they did what they should do in putting up uh, 27 points. So, again, this is what happened last year, Brett. We were talking about this earlier in the year, and last year you were on the Hawks train when uh, nobody else would believe you thought it would turn, and it eventually did. So I think it might turn again. Um, you were the highest on on the uh, on the Saints uh, from the rest of the host, Mo. Uh, what made you uh, take that side? I originally had the Saints a lot higher. Uh, it just it's it, this is a tough one to pull the trigger because you are getting kind of an ugly number at home. But I do think there's a pretty solid chance the Saints win this outright. Um. Saints are just I I just I can't ever take them on the road pretty much they probably didn't deserve to cover last week but they do play a lot better at home and um I could see like Brett said Breeze moving the ball here through the air um this this defense does worry me though so it's hard for me to be really confident in this one Plus the number, like I said. I'd like to know, in the Pete Carroll era, how many teams have won and or covered against the Seattle Seahawks when throwing 40 or more times. I don't think that number is going to be very high. <laughs> it's just not how you beat the Seahawks. you got to run against them. you got to uh, try to take advantage of their softer, smaller front. I mean the Cowboys. I mean Atlanta. Atlanta should have beat them through the air. Well, Julio. I mean he's an alien, uh, and that was that right. was that was kind of one play too, where Sherman uh, kind of got lost in the uh, in zone and tried to uh, pass off Julio to the safety who wasn't there. Um, uh, but the one game that was a complete uh, masterclass in how to beat the Hawks uh, was the Cowboys. The the Demarco Murray game when uh, they went into CenturyLink. Ran the ball, controlled the clock, and just you know killed them with a thousand paper cuts. So uh, running and running the ball and playing defense is the best way to beat the Hawks. And uh, I don't think the Saints are really well equipped to do either at home. But again, it is a donk side, so I threw it all the way at the bottom. And uh, I'm happy we won't have much to do with this game. Uh, we might have something to do with the next game, though. Um, which is Donnie's top pick, but I'm not sure we're going to have the side that he has. Donnie, give what's us, going on, Rich? Give us your number one oh pick God. and your one and only Lone Wolf selection. I told you guys last week, I hope that you guys are going to be getting some Home Depot uh, gift cards for Christmas because you're going to need to buy a crowbar or two each to pry me off of the Patriots every single week. I've basically locked them in at my top pick, and I'm sorry, but until they prove me otherwise, until they stop covering, then I'm just going to keep picking them. I'm just I, In Bill, I trust. In Tom Brady, I trust. Scorched Earth Tour, I'm sorry, guys. They're coming for that, that, that revenge game after the 16-0 shutout by Rex and the Bills uh, in Foxborough. It's going to happen. Roll show. 
The Scorched Earth tour continues from New England. Uh, In Tom Brady's return, he's defeated the 32nd-ranked team in the NFL based on DVOA, the 18th team, and... Wait, wait, hold on. Can we preface this whole rant that you're about to go on right now by saying that you're a Jets fan and you are the ultimate Patriots hater? Now continue. No, that's not... I just see with my own two eyes. And the 14th team rated based upon DVOA without their starting quarterback. Um, the Patriots have not defeated uh, a single team in the top half of the league based on DVOA with their starting quarterback in the lineup. Uh, I'll yeah, go- but it doesn't matter about wins or losses. It matters about covering the spread in the Super Contest. And in all those games, the Patriots did what? They covered the spread. I will give them that. They did, uh, they did do the damn thing. But... In the entire history uh, of Tom Brady playing for the New England Patriots, the team has only been favored three times on the road by six points or more against a team with a winning record. Last week was one of those times, and they did cover. So they are 2-1 and one over that sample. But prior to last week, it had only happened twice, and they were 1-1 one and one against the spread. You don't just hang six. Uh, six and a half in this uh, perspective against a very good team on the road. It just doesn't happen. Uh, unsurprisingly, Mo and Brett both have the Bills in their top five, and I've got the Bills as my number one selection. It's just the right side. This would not be 12 and a half in Gillette. Uh, I'm not too worried about the Shady injury. Of course, I want Shady in the lineup, but man, Patriots defense, really beatable. Uh, we saw it last week when Landry Jones puts together some drives. Uh, and we saw it previously even when the game uh, was in Gillette. Bills could not have played worse, but still matriculated the ball up the field enough to score 16 against the Patriots, who scored zero. I understand they had quarterback issues, uh, but couldn't even put together one drive, one scoring drive against the Bills. Um, the revenge factor, Brett, we're worried about it, right? No well, yeah, of course. And look, I'm a Bills fan. I know the history here. New England has come in and beat us almost every time in Buffalo. But this is a different team now. I mean, Rex Rex is really good against Bill Belichick, against his spread, 9-6-1 and one in his career. So as good as the Patriots have been covering the spread against the Bills over the last... I don't know, eight, nine, ten years. It's it's a completely different story against Rex. So yeah, I just think this I think this stays close. The Bills are sneaky good offensively. They're seventh in the NFL in DVOA. I don't think McCoy makes that big a difference. I think Gilsley's certainly capable of, of helping this team move the football. They're great running. Uh I don't care what the narratives are. I, the Bills are the right side here. I think this ends up being a close game. What about you, also, Marcel, Marcel Darius back this week, too. What about you, Mo? Marcel Darius is back. Uh, I said I was taking the Patriots no matter what the spread was <laughs> in this one, and then I clicked on the Bills because I just I couldn't bring myself to be that square, especially when the pinnacle line is five and the contest line is six and a half, right? That is correct. Yeah, we got another big difference there. We got the public 88% on the Patriots. You think they're just going to keep letting the public pile the Patriots every week and just keep covering? I said Illum's coming back for their money. They're coming back for their money. I like Buffalo Moneyline this week. Um, and looking at the schedule, I like it. The, the, the Patriots have had the easiest part of the schedule for them so far this season. Uh, they got a lot of tough games coming up. Cardinals, or they had their Cardinals game. Seahawks coming up. I don't know. What are the uh, Buffalo to win the AFC East odds? Anybody got those on hand? Don't do this to me. Long. You're burning <laughs> money. The injuries do. The injuries do worry me. I'll say that. Uh, I think the the Bills do need warm bodies at running back and receiver at some point to win football games. But um, playing pretty well every week. So uh, I've been pretty impressed with 
uh, the coaching, I guess, just because the the players just haven't been healthy at all. Uh, Marcus Goodwin out of concussion protocol. Is that correct? He was back at practice uh, yesterday. Says Robert Woods limited practice too, so he yeah. might play. Yeah, I think he's gonna be back. And we got Goat Gillisley, who uh, broke fantasy hearts across the nation last week. So, why is Donnie so quiet right now? <laughs> he's stewing. I'm absolutely steaming right now with how ignorant <laughs> you guys are. It's just unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. I cannot believe the shit that I'm listening to you guys spew out of your mouths right now. I mean, but it's fine. It's fine. Just, just make sure that when the fucking Patriots win by 12 or 14 or whatever the hell that they hang on the bills, okay, that you guys come to your senses finally and realize that this team is just going to continue to walk all over everyone and cover every spread. There he is. There he is. God. Rich is the worst one out of anyone, too. Because all he does is rant and rave about the goddamn Seahawks and how this is the best defense they've ever had, blah, blah, blah. You know, despite, you know, the results on the scoreboard, uh, you know, I can see it with my own eyes. He refuses to see things with his own eyes when it comes to the Patriots. Just admit that they're the best team in the NFL and they are blowing teams out every week. They are the best team in the NFL. Okay, then fuck, man. They're going to fucking win by 10 at least. Neutral field, you take the Patriots over the Seahawks, Brent? Yes. You take the Patriots over the Broncos? I, I, oh, I believe in Belichick. You take the Patriots over the Broncos? It's close, but yeah, I think I would. You take the Patriots over the Vikings? Rich is so upset with you right now, Brent, and it's so great. You take the Patriots it's over... It's Belichick, man. Over Zeke? Ooh, God, I hope that's the Super Bowl, man. <laughs> I want to I see those two teams play. Because the Cowboys are right up there. The best part about that Super Bowl would be if Dak Prescott's quarterback and they beat the Patriots. I told Rich this the other day in the office that the only thing better than the Patriots winning the Super Bowl this year would be the Cowboys winning it with Dak Prescott. That would be amazing to me. It'd be amazing. Don't they have to go back to Romo? It'd be amazing because Romo would be under center in green and white next year. Yeah. No, I, I think they have to go back to Romo. All right. That's a different that's a different topic. Well, then they're not going to make it to the Super Bowl. Play that much. <laughs> so those are the number 1 picks. We will see. The is it is a short slate. Only a 12 game slate. So assigning 12 points to the Patriots might hamper what gets into the top 5. Thanks DP. But for You're now, You're welcome. But for now. It's cool. I got, I got my veto though. Let's go to So does, so, does so do I. <laughs> the Lone Wolves. Lone Wolves, 3-3 three three last week, 18-29-1 on the season when a host is on an island. And that means that when there is a majority, uh, we're 46-37-1. So 56% when there's a majority on a side. Uh, before we get to the Lone Wolves, I want to tell you that we are brought to you by Fantasy Super Contest.com. Did you know that 29 contestants went 5-0? and in the Super Contest last week, uh, 40 went 0-5. So apologies to those 40 individuals. Looks like everybody submitted a card, though, and you would know all these stats if you went to FantasySuperContest.com. They got everything. Uh, they have trends, who's ripsaw picking, what home teams have done, what home dogs have done. You can even submit your own picks, even if you are not in the Super Contest be sure to check it out. It's the best way and the only way to sweat the collective this season. FantasySuperContest.com. That's FantasySuperContest.com. We got through Donnie's Lone Wolf, and Brett does not have a single Lone Wolf selection. So we'll go to Mo, who, and this makes me so happy, has taken his favorite quarterback in the National Football League every Sunday Mo makes sure there's a spot on the couch so he can sit down, you know, wriggle in, get comfortable, pop open a beer, and watch his good friend Scam play football for the Carolina Panthers. Laying the three with the NFC champs from last year, Mo. You're the only one. Tell us why you're on Scam. Well, uh, the Panthers coming off a bye here, uh, I think... First of all, historically, uh, home favorites coming off a bye is a really profitable spot. So I'm always going to lean that way. Um, 
And then I just think the Panthers are, although they are a little bit worse than the Cardinals, uh, they are coming off the bye. So I think this line should be three and a half. Um, the Cardinals lean so heavily on their running game. And I think if um, the Panthers are able to slow down that running game, which they have been really good against the run this year, uh, Carson Palmer is really going to be a sitting duck for these guys. Uh, this pass rush could could really get to him. And I think Scam is going to play a lot better this week. This is the Panthers at home for their season, and they are coming off a bye. I think they're just going to be really ready for this one. And probably pull out the win. I don't know if they will win by more than a field goal, but I do lean to that side here. Donnie, Brett and I obviously all had the Cardinals. Donnie and I had them in the middle of the pack. Brett had them in the top five, and he's been touting Cardinals defense in uh, DFS. Brett, tell us why you like Arizona. Carolina sucks. Like I get, I get the coming <laughs> off the bye for Carolina. This is I would normally take that side, but I can't do it. This team is so bad. 27th in pass defense DVOA. I know the card, yeah, the Cardinals have been relying on the run, but they're going to throw all over this clown secondary. They get John Brown back this week. David Johnson looks like a friggin' Hall of Famer right now. And on the other side of the ball, yeah, this Cardinals defense is elite. Fourth in defense DVOA. They were fantastic last week against Seattle. Cam Newton is, I mean, we've seen this guy against elite defenses last year, going back to last year with the Broncos. This year, terrible against the Broncos. Terrible against the Vikings. One touchdown and four picks against those two teams this year. Currently grading is a number 25 quarterback by DVOA. Regression is here. And, man, I think this Cards defense goes off this week, and they get revenge for that playoff loss last season. The uh, I just ran the numbers real quick for the last decade, and uh, home teams coming off a bye that are favored 53%. So a bit above... Uh, statistical significance when it comes to betting, right? 52 is the magic number uh, with VIG. Um, I'm sure historically, favorites have done historically better if you go further uh, into the 90s and 80s where team where good teams would just pummel bad teams. Um, things have evened out a bit in the last 10 years, but still 53% clip. Yeah, I just don't know how the Cardinals and Panthers can be rated as similar teams, uh, even off, even Carolina coming off the bye. So, again, not too confident had this in the middle, but uh, <laughs> I kind of agree. Uh, I think the Cardinals defense might be able to eat up Scam um, in this spot. Mo, do you think that's a game that you'd uh, you're going to have any action on, or or you just had to pick it, so you picked it and ranked it? Yeah, I originally had it a little higher, but it it is tough. Um, I don't think I'm going to be on Panthers, but if it for some reason were to drop to two and a half, I would probably take a take a little shot there. Fire off a little taste. Uh, so uh, we discussed Hawks briefly as my uh, my last selection. I have one other lone wolf pick, and that's most chefs on the road. Another donk side, another road favorite, minus the two and a half in Indianapolis. Uh, I'm joining, let's see, 64% of the public who are happily laying the two and a half on the road with uh, the Chiefs. Um, yeah, total donk side. I just think the Chiefs are one of the more, if not the most, complete teams uh, in the league. They're a bit below average on offense, 18th. In DVOA, which, you know, your eyes can tell you that. They don't really stretch the field too much. Andy Reid's not a vertical uh, threat guy. Alex Smith is a bit conservative. But that works for them. Getting the ball in space to guys like Tyree Kill and Spencer Ware works for them because those guys can turn it upfield. And I, I can't wait to see Hill on turf, man. He might be the fastest guy in the league. And, uh... And in Indianapolis, that dude might uh, might hit speeds that we've never seen before in the league. Uh, defense, solid for the Chiefs, 13th in DVOA. And uh, special teams, which was a big factor in us losing to the Colts last week, uh, where we had the Titans, who were 32nd, dead last, 
in special teams DVOA against the Colts, who are number two. So it's nice to have KC, who's eighth. We don't have a complete dumpster fire on special teams against one of the better special teams units in the league. Uh, Still not sold on Indy defensively, especially, but offensively as well. Uh, I don't know. Luck Luck put together one of his better games last uh, last week, one of his better games the last few seasons uh, last week. Uh, I know they're getting Moncrief back, but I'm I'm still not a believer in the Colts, and uh, I'll take I'll take the Chiefs as a uh, short road favorite here. Who's the Who's the biggest objector here? Colts are gonna win outright. Oh yeah, you got the Colts. Yeah, I think so too. You got the Colts in I had, top five. I had Colts. Uh, I had Colts a lot higher, but um, I moved them down subjectively because. I don't know. I just this line kind of stinks to me. That's what you always say, Rich. They're begging you. Stinks. They're begging you to take the Colts. Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised that they are dogs here at home. But uh, they're begging I, you to take the Colts. I don't know, man. The Chiefs. The Chiefs aren't the type of team. I just I hate how Andy Reid calls games a lot of the time, and just refusing to pass the football. And refusing to take the reins off Alex Smith and just let him play. If, you know, just never throwing to Jeremy Macklin. Yeah. I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem like the Chiefs are playing that optimally, to be honest. Especially, like I said, on offense. I I hate the way they've been just overly reliant on the run when Alex Smith and especially Jeremy Macklin... Yes, I am a bitter Jeremy Macklin fantasy owner. is is perfectly capable. I, it just there's just not enough passing here for me. Kelsey too. They don't get Kelsey involved yeah, either. Not getting these guys the ball just seems so suboptimal. Donnie, you have the Colts in your top five. Tell me why. I think here they're begging you to take the Chiefs uh, short of a field goal. I also think this is a bit of stock high, stock low. I think that the Colts, you know, despite being one and one in their last two and, and, you know, getting a win in one of those games, it's just I don't think that they've looked good, and I think people are uh, very far off them. Um, I think the Chiefs have, you know, they've looked all right in their, their past two games that they've won, but I don't think that they've beat anyone special. And I think, you know, not that Indy's great. I think Indy's a shit show. Um, but, uh, you know, I think they can pull it together. I warned you guys last week that they could pull it together uh, against the Titans, and they did, um, at least for a little bit, as much as that was the Titans, you know, blowing their heads off. But, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I, I feel like this is a Colts outright victory here. I was so tilted watching that Jags-Titans game last night. Like, where was that on Sunday? Where was that? I mean, it's just bad teams. They just, they're just they so inconsistent week in and week out. They can just, you know, they can look like world beaters one week, and then they can look like a high school team or worse the next week. It's just, you know, I don't get it, especially when you have, you know, you have back-to-back games at home. You don't have to go anywhere. Um, you're playing divisional teams. It's just... I just don't understand it at all. It really is. It really is tilting, though, to see them play that well. Because that's that's the team I loved that I had them ranked number one on my on my card last week, and I had them in the week before that, and the week before that. They, now we now we see them, but it's a Thursday night game, so we and it's not even it. like it's not even like you know they're a little bit off from one week to another. They're just on complete other sides of the spectrum. Like they play so well, and then they play so bad. It's just there's no like they can't even they can't even close the gap. That's why they're just horrible teams. That's why that division should just be blown off the face of the year. That line closed minus three and a half last week. I would pile on that eight ways to Sunday every week if somebody told me we were gonna beat the line by a point and go through the most important number. That was just that was just a moose. Oh man, three and two would have been uh, a body landing a body blow there would have been very nice uh, for the collective get us to twenty points. But say la vie. Uh, run down the lone wolves real quick. I've got Chiefs and Hawks. Donnie's got the New England Patriots, and Mo has the Carolina Panthers. All right, time for the card. Uh, first one should seem obvious. Everybody had it in their top five, save for Brett, and even he 
you could tell really wanted to, but scared of Zimmer. It's the Bears plus the six Monday night hammer Soldier Field. Uh, man, just six points for the home team just seems like a bit too much. So we'll be sweating, uh, sweating the Jay Cutler backbreaker on Monday. Next up, we got another home dog, one we have not discussed yet. Brett, did you uh, try to not get this on the card? Was that a uh, was that yep. num- number one ranking intentional? Yeah, yeah, just straight I'm admits so, it. So bad picking this team. I and plus, I I thought this was. A, I capped this exactly where it was, so I just I didn't know what to do with it. Uh, I had this as a pick. It's the Browns plus three against the Jets. Uh, this is a stupid line. This is the dumbest line of the week. <laughs> Why is it so dumb? Because the Jets are still the Jets 30... are a horror show. The Jets are still thirty first in DVOA. Like don't don't take last week's game as the Jets are back. Take last week's game and I'm say not, I'm not. And take last week's game and say hmm you know. Joe Flacco played like shit, and the Jets eked out a victory. I take last week's game also as, you know, the Jets kind of got that quote-unquote bounce-back game out of the way, that win out of the way that everyone thought that they were going to have these past couple weeks, and now they're just going to go back to being the same old shitty Jets. I mean... And we have Cade. I don't think this line's that far off of where it should be. How is this game not a pick? It's This is exactly where it should be. It's the Browns. It's the Jets. This team's a horror show. If As long as the Browns don't have something Hogan playing quarterback, they're going to be able to move the ball just fine. There's no way this game is Jets minus nine in the Meadowlands. There's just no way. This Jets secondary is as just bad think as... think about that. The Jets would have to cover <laughs> nine points at home. There's no way. This Jets secondary is as bad as it gets, despite Joe Flacco... And isn't Buster one of the better players? Is that a real... <laughs> what? <laughs> was that a real? In the secondary? Is that... You just... I thought he was solid. You're just trying to tell me now. <laughs> Buster the, the thing is, I think he is one of their better yeah, guys in the second. I thought he was solid. He's uh he's he's not playing. This this list of Jets injuries is pretty brutal. Buster is a walking DPI and or uh, mangled illegal touch. Looks like he's not playing. He hasn't practiced this week. Forte didn't practice the other day. Yeah, Forte uh, is just like one of those vets that just Lady DNP. Oh man, something Brett Quali DNP, heart of a Husker. He is not. He was not good in college, but apparently he somehow has a job on a. We're, we're missing the most important thing about the game, guys. Cade is back. That's all that matters. Yeah, Cade is back. It's that, Cade versus Fitz Fitzpatrick, who's Fitzpatrick has been crying all fucking week. Yeah, this is prime keg. There, there's going to be some great keg moments here. I mean. The, what are the Jets good at? The only thing the Jets are good at is stopping the run. And there should be no reason here. Dump offs to Matt Forte. Something called Darren Lee is hurt too. And isn't he atrocious? Yes. So I don't want to think about what his backup is. (laughs) He was was like a 30 on PFF a couple weeks ago. Uh, The Jets defense is a total dumpster fire. Um Moneyline the Bears here, people. Come on. They're the gonna, or sorry, the Browns. Not the Bears. The Browns. Just you can moneyline the Bears too for all I care, because I'm going to. Uh don't say don't say it's a total dumpster fire. No, it's, front, it's a dumpster they are fire. Phenomenal. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if you can't cover. We're seeing this in Carolina right now. It doesn't matter what your front seven is or your front four if you can't cover guys. Because the NFL has found a way on offense yeah, but- to get guys open. In three seconds, four seconds. So if you can't get to the quarterback. Yeah, and if the, you can't rush your linebackers to help your, your front line because you have to drop them back to help in coverage. Right. Or you have to put more DBs out there, then you're only rushing three or four, and it's all you're always going to be outmanned, likely five on four. You know, If a running back stays in the back, there's an extra blocker there too. So it's just very hard in the pass rush to get to anyone. you got to be able to cover. <laughs> you just have to do it. You only have to be able to cover for two and a half seconds, and the Jets can't even do that. <laughs> I just don't. I I can't understand how the Jets are favored by a field goal here. 
So very happy that this is on the card. Uh, number three, we have another dog, but they're not on at home, nor are they on the road. Well, I guess they are on the road. We're doing this. Holy crap, we have the London game. Oh my gosh. That's right. We have the Washington racial slurs. Plus, Who is responsible for this? Plus the three. <laughs> against the It's Bengals. not me, because they're my me. lowest pick. That would be me. <laughs> yeah. I actually forgot to put them on my card altogether, and then I went to submit it, and I realized I was missing a game, and I and I added them at the bottom. You also capped this game as if it was Bengals at home. You were so confused at the office. You're like, why is this line so short? Yeah, I was like, what, is Andy Dalton not playing? What's going on right now? <laughs> yeah, uh, both Mo and I have the, the dead skins in our top five. Uh, Brett's got him in the middle of the pack. Donnie's got him as his very last pick. So a consensus pick. Uh, Mo, I'll let you go because you're the highest. Why do you love the Deadskins here? How is this not Bengals minus one? Aren't they just like barely better than the Redskins? I mean, uh, and then matchup wise, I love having Josh Norman able to cover AJ Green here. He has sometimes struggled with some of the more physical corners. He doesn't have the type of uh, breakaway, you know, short bursts to get away from these guys. So when they can stay into his shirts, AJ, you know, he dominates a lot of the smaller corners because you can just throw the ball in his general vicinity and he'll just go up and Des Bryant and get the ball. But when you get a big physical guy, that's perfect here. And then uh, we're getting Jordan Reed back from injury, it looks like, which is absolutely massive since he's, probably the Redskins best player on offense. And I just I just don't think Cincinnati is really all that good. Uh the way to attack these Redskins is definitely to run on them. I don't trust Jeremy the Plunge Hill to be able to do that. And uh I think this is just going to be a close battle. Uh I love getting a field goal here. I don't see the Bengals as being 3 points better than the Redskins. This team has been playing pretty well all year and I tried fading them a bunch at the beginning and I guess I was wrong. I thought this team was a lot worse than it was. Football Outsiders has Washington ranked 15th in the league in DVOA, Cincinnati 18th. Uh, Cincinnati has the better offense uh, according to them uh, at 6th overall compared to Washington's 12th, uh, but a little worse on defense, 23rd compared to 22nd. Uh, and an absolute dumpster fire on special teams, ranking 28th in the league. Uh, yeah, why isn't is, is Washington a better team than the Bengals? Brett, you've been on the uh, the racial slurs train all year telling us uh, that they're a good team. So I was surprised to see them in the middle. But is that just your London bias kicking in? Yeah, that has, well, yeah, I guess that has a little bit to do with it. I don't think the Redskins are all that good. I just think the Bengals kind of suck. And I'm I'm the biggest Dalton hater out there, so yeah, I I kept this at one and a half. So I, I would it would have been higher if it wasn't in London for sure. <laughs> Donnie, you ready to get up at six thirty on Sunday? I mean, I'll I'll get up at six thirty. <laughs> I'm gonna be in Vegas. I'm gonna be posted up at the sports book. Isn't Donnie always up at five anyway? American Robot Part Two. Uh, the next game, uh, we're completely doomed. Sorry, guys. For the season, your boy is a one in six when selecting uh, a team that includes the Oakland Raiders. Uh, so I've got the Raiders, and they're on the card because they are a consensus pick. They were in Donnie's top five. They were in the middle of the pack for Brett, and they were in the middle of the pack for Mo. Uh, so sorry, we're doing as long as Mo has the Raiders, we're good. Raiders aren't covering here. Yeah, is Mo a Raiders? No, Mo's not even a Raiders whisperer either. Mo's two and five, so uh, no way we're covering this game. Sorry, guys. Somebody, uh, somebody, give me some confidence here. Why, why should the I? The lines move to a pick. Yeah, that's what I love about this one. That it? I mean, 
Yeah, that's not enough for is me. This, I have the Raiders, but I'm not really confident in this one. Is this the week? Is that why I should be excited? I like I like that the Raiders were smart and they stayed in Florida. I'm a fan of that. I'll give you that. Right? Yeah, that's good. And then I mean the also, lines moved to a pick despite what seventy eight percent or something is on the Raiders. Yeah, and then also um we have the Tampa Bay Bucks looking like an NFL football team only because they played a not NFL football team last week. Uh, they're gonna have to play an NFL football team again this week. And uh, man, the we Raiders, gotta we gotta they've been great on the road. Yeah, we gotta we win. gotta stop taking these not NFL teams on our card then. Yeah, sorry, sorry for that too. <laughs> I've been I've been for two years I've been driving the Niners train into the seventh level of hell. I make fun of you guys about this is the week, but I am totally the this is the week guy with the Niners, and it's cost us probably uh, thousands of dollars in equity. So I apologize for that. Good to uh, good to get a uh, uh, um an appearance by witness protection mode there as well. Good to see. Yeah, you. I don't know. I don't know if we can pick the Niners again unless we're getting like ten points. Yeah, more like. Are, you in, a, are you in a Starbucks again? What's going on here? <laughs> What did we do? We went to shit again? (laughs) (laughs) You sound like you're in witness protection again, but it's all right. No big deal. Witness protection mo here. Uh, We have two other consensus picks. Uh, So six consensus picks this week. But the... Don't do it, guys. The fifth and final pick is not a consensus. The bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the bills are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say you will. Shout it right now, baby. Say you will. Come on, come on. I'm just dancing by myself. I want to see Donnie's face right now. <laughs> We got the Buffalo Bills. I think Donnie just, Donnie he, just left the call. He's <laughs> so angry. He, he, just, he literally left the call. <laughs> uh, Buffalo plus a six and a half at home against the New England Patriots. He really did leave the call. Uh, what do you guys have to say about this? I'm scared, man. I love it, but this makes me so scared. Because we had the other side... Earlier this season, we had the Patriots against the Bills. Now we've got the Bills against the Pats. Eh. Uh, Mo, anything to add there? I said I was going to be on the Patriots, but uh, I'm happy. Not. What is your? uh, Are you worried at all? You you seem very confident, which is alarming to me. Yeah, uh, I'm worried in the sense that it's the Patriots, and it's man. I watched that first game and. I saw, basically, for those who don't know, uh, I was in the Skype chat, and I said the reason I was saying the Patriots any line was because the Patriots weren't really trying that game. They just, like, completely punted the game off. And um, the Bills were, like, getting in their faces and talking shit. Like it <laughs> That was, was just... one special teams guy before the game, one idiot special teams player. I don't know, man. You don't poke the bear. Well, they this poked, is like, didn't they poke the bear right before the game and then shit on them? Yeah, isn't that? Yeah, they, but they didn't try. shut them out. They didn't try. They knew they were already three and zero without Brady. They knew they were coming back here in a few weeks with Brady. And I know, and you know, we all know, we all know, there's not going to be know? a backdoor cover here because if if the Bills get this cover, they're going to deserve it. It's going to have been a close game. If the Patriots have a chance to put up 50, they're going to try to put up 50 because they remember people getting in their faces, talking shit. This is like when people talk shit about LeBron and then he drops 50 on you and you just don't do it. You don't do it. The, the best part about this is that it was so close. Uh, in our aggregate, we had three games tied at 4.75, but our tiebreaker is highest ranking. So because I had the Bills at number one, they got in ahead of the Falcons, 
who Brett had at number two. So that was the difference. <laughs> Did Donnie just leave? <laughs> he left the call. Massive tilt. So the other two consensus picks were the Falcons and the Texans. Very surprised to see the Texans in your top five, Mo. Yeah, I was going to ask you guys where we were at on the Texans. That's the one I wanted to know. I was curious. Uh, consensus pick, uh, but really Brett, surprised they're not hanging three here. I gotta say, they need they need Texans money after uh, that Monday night showing. Uh, people are just not going to bet Houston, so they need to uh, they need to lay two and a half in order to get some uh, some Houston flow because the entire world is going to be on. The Lions, uh, and I'm su- I'm surprised, honestly surprised to see 57 percent of the public on Detroit. I'm surprised that isn't higher. This is just a spot where, as bad as they looked, and as not even just as bad as they looked, as bad as they are, and Brock Osweiler is one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL. He's never been good. I said this last year. He throws it into linebackers' chests. Um, they just need to come out here and just hand the ball to Lamar Miller. Uh, Lions can't stop the run. He can't stop the pass either, but Osweiler's just so bad. Uh, j- just handle Lamar Miller. Trust in Lamar, and they'll be fine. Nice. Look, if that if that's if we knew that was the game plan going in, I would fire the Texans in my top five here, but we don't. I just Osweiler worries the crap out of me. Yeah, this Lions so, team so bad yeah. on defense. I know, but but Brock, <laughs> yeah, Brock. So the card, Bears plus six, Browns plus three, Redskins plus three, Raiders plus one and a half, Bills plus six and a half, and Donnie on massive monkey tilt. (laughs) He still has not come back. He's not. I've sent him several requests to rejoin the call. (laughs) Wow. If you guys want to make Donnie feel better, at Donnie underscore Peters. Uh, give him a let's go bills. Uh, you can also follow the entire collective at Gridiron Gamble. Brett's at Brett Colson, C O N, and at Mo Nuara, N U W A R A H. No Gino tweets for me this week, uh, but man, I, I can I can only imagine what's going to happen. No matter what the outcome is in that uh, Bills Pats game, both the Skype chat and Twitter will be aflame. Uh, regardless of outcome. So very much looking forward to that. Best of luck in your betting ventures this weekend. Fantasy, DFS, whatever you got going on. We'll see you next week. Need 4-1. Peace out. Peace out.